Thank you for tuning in to a Jam Podcast Conversations with me, Andy. I'm so excited about my co-host, Shay Nicole. So backstory, Shay Nicole started off as my client. I was her chair therapist. That's with a little C with a big H. For most of you guys who don't know, I'm a hairstylist. And um, Shay Nicole came in as a client. And the more I've learned about her, especially through our connection on social media, I get to see more of my clients real life I guess I'll say of course because on social media you're sharing pictures you're sharing different things so it's a different connection that is established in the salon and out of the salon so especially um during these moments I thought it would be very important to talk to someone like Shay Nicole and to have her as a co-host Shay Nicole is a self-care specialist and an educator. She has her BS in psychology, her MS in psychology, and her MA in counseling. And one thing that I really liked when I was reading her bio that stood out is she said that she understands that reaching out takes courage. She has had some personal experience with trauma, domestic violence, and social injustices, and she believes that help is valuable. So, Without further ado, Shay Nicole, guys. Talk your talk. All right. I'm Shay Nicole. I am a licensed mental health therapist in the area or metro area of Atlanta. I practice in Marietta, um, but I primarily assist or help women of color who have experienced past trauma, um, have difficulties with depression, anxiety, and are looking for something different in a therapist that um, is able to specifically help them if they are especially hurting with past trauma or are also having issues with, you know, family members or things that they're seeing generationally. So um, I help them identify that, understand what trauma looks like, what it is, um, help them give the tools they need to work on it, get better and just get to know themselves a little bit more and incorporate that self-care that's needed to help also in their growth and their journey. Um, I've been in Atlanta since the early 90s, so almost all my life. Oh, awesome. So did you participate yesterday in 404 Day? Did you get into the get on Jermaine Dupree podcast I, and vibe out to the Atlanta music? I heard about it. I didn't have a chance to get on it. I actually just took some more so time away from me social media yesterday to like rest and get me a nap. Okay. <laughs> um it was a good time. It was a good time. I literally like cleaned my house, made sure everything was ready so I didn't have so I could party when it was time. Okay. <laughs> like a whole a whole mood. Well, I'm sure it was good. I saw people have posted about it earlier saying that it was going to happen. And then um, I was just like, I need to lay down. But I'm sure that it had all the Atlanta classics on there. Absolutely. It sure was. So, of course, um, I've read your bio. And I had some things that really stuck out to me in your bio. Mm -hmm. And um, the first thing was that... um, the idea of reaching out takes courage. Like that was such a big statement to be like, 
the first sentence in your bio I'm like shit <laughs> reaching out does <laughs> reaching out the like first of all my name is Shay Nicole a few more sentences and that 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 reaching out takes courage like that was good for me and then um the idea that you have personal experience in this particular topic with your um, past traumas and domestic violence issues and social injustices. Right. And then the other um, part that really stuck out for me that I like put a like five stars by is that help is valuable. Mm-hmm. Like that was a big statement as well. Yes, ma'am. Um, I know that a lot of people, um, women of color, especially Sometimes we grew up, well, most of us grew up telling us, you know, telling um, us to be strong. Mm, um, mm-hmm. You know, we wearing the cape, we can't take it off, we can't show our weaknesses. And so, you know, it's time, I think it's just time to break that stigma around, like, not asking for help and understanding that we can't wear the cape at all times and I had to learn that lesson for myself because I couldn't absolutely like trying to do everything mm -mm, it's not realistic (laughs) and if you do try to do everything you need to get some help some way somehow in some form shape or fashion absolutely so what are some what I know this season especially everybody being quarantined so suddenly, I guess I'll say, mm-hmm. uh, with really no time to prepare, I'm sure that it has triggered some things for some people. So what are some things that um, I'm sure you can probably say a list of things that people are really going through and some tips you're giving to help them go through? Right. I'm noticing a lot of people in this time are asking for help more um mm-hmm. to having to be in the house a little bit more um I'm seeing increased anxiety levels because people are worried mm. about what's going to happen and what's going to happen in the future um mm-hmm. I'm also seeing people just feeling like they're triggered because they may um have they have may very well went to a therapist but or they have their coping skills and resources in place, but a lot of those coping skills and resources were probably like not being in the house or being social or getting help from other people outside of their four walls. Um, Absolutely. And And even sometimes I would even say, and this is definitely not my expertise, but mm -hmm. dealing with women as a hairstylist, I definitely, the hair salon, places like that, those were certain people's coping spaces right to really to get out socialize like you said and even to just let's say for me I'm a worshiper but every day like I'm trying to you know you pushing yourself to the limit of those things that are were your coping mechanisms and kind of like swallowing those words a little bit now too right and you know that's gonna be difficult for some people because places like that you named are places people go to have those conversations, even if it's not in the therapy's, therapist's office. It could be mm-hmm. the, hair, the hairdresser or the grocery store. Maybe they, you know, mm-hmm. people, um, might meet up and say, you know, there's my favorite deli person and they talk to them or um, even going out to their favorite restaurant or just hanging out with the girls or going to a certain exercise class. Um, so not having those things is, a, you know, a huge change. So telling people they can't go to worship 
or be around a large group of people, which is beneficial for some people, you know, not for mm-hmm. some people are introverts like I am. Um, so they might be struggling with not having that social connectedness as they're used to having. And, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I'm seeing all of that and a lot, and also an increase in depression of not having things to do outside of the home as well. Mm-hmm. And even too, I would even say identifying depression because at some point, because we are so such movers and shakers right now, especially our generation, mm-hmm. like we're, we're trying to reach the level of success that our parents did or our parents, parents, whatever our motivations are. We know what depression looks like and feel like. So I think these moments are really going to make people understand like, oh, when my, when my stomach hurts or when I feel a certain type of way, that's what that is. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's what I'm feeling. I know for me, I am a, um, I'm a picker. Like when I have acne or whatever mm-hmm. and I bite my nails. Mm-hmm. So of course, because I've had my cute overlay and I'm mainly in makeup because of my work. I'm, I don't do those things as often, but right. sitting around like my nails currently are like almost to the white meat, you know, not really, but they're lower than they've ever been for me just sitting around thinking mm-hmm. um, my face, the um, like I'm picking like I'm picking more. So I realized I had to identify that as a form of anxiety coping that mm-hmm. I didn't know that I was doing for anxiety. I thought it was just habit, you know, right. And like you said, um, being aware, that is definitely, Mm -hmm. to me, the first thing is being aware, being in touch with what you are doing and what's going on within you to help you notice, like, is there a shift or a change? Like yesterday, Mm -hmm. I wasn't feeling well. So I knew that Mm -hmm. signal, like, what's going on? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. no, it's nothing related to COVID-19, but I was exactly tired and I need you know to take myself a nap so I was like you know what I'm just sleepy I need to go lay down I need to just re-energize and that that's what helped do the trick but you know understanding and being aware of what changes are going on with your thoughts and your mind and your body and just you know being very um mindful of those changes and understanding, you know, when is it time for me to do something different so that I mm-hmm. don't do anything, you know, too maladaptive or um, something to where I'm going to regret it later. Absolutely. That's awesome. What would you say that, um, what would you say are the hindrances of people not doing self-care? Like, you know, between, between the times of now and, you know, a couple of weeks back when, you know, everybody was just so busy or, mm-hmm. you know, what are some things that are making people people more comfortable with self-care? Have you noticed? Um, Is it just being aware? I think it's because people, I feel like it's more forced now, um, mm. even outside of awareness, because that's a big thing that I do with my clients is like, we talk about self-care and what that Mm -hmm. looks like and a lot of times I found people some people are very serious about their self-care and a lot of people Mm -hmm. are and so even before this I used to always tell my clients like self-care is intentional like it can't be Mm. something that 
is going to happen on its own. Self-care has to happen when you um, are really intentionally putting in the place and doing the action behind it. So I'm thinking now that people, the shift that has been made is that you must do self-care to help Mm -hmm. you cope through all of this. And if you don't, you know, there could be some detrimental consequences of, you know, being fatigued or being burnt out, Mm. being tired or, um, you know, just not to, or increase weight gain or decrease weight gain because you might not be either eating too much or um, not eating enough. So, or sleeping mm-hmm. enough. So that's where, um, you know, I've been noticing is that people, a lot of people don't know what self-care is. And so now they're mm-hmm. more of an understanding of what it is. Cause I tell my clients, do not give me the bubble bath and the manicure. Absolutely. That may be, absolutely. you know, that may be a part of your self-care and maintenance and upkeep, but I want to know what are you doing to get to know you a little bit better and get getting beside yourself a little bit more versus just, you know, yes, it's nice to take a bubble bath. It's nice to, go get your petty and manny and get your hair done. That is great. But what are you doing to feed the other areas of your self-care? Cause I tell people there's more than, there's more than, you know, looking cute to self-care, um, you know, financial, um, mental well-being, physical well-being, um, relationships, um, all of that is a part of self-care. And so, you know, this is a time where people are, I think are being forced to, Absolutely. Understand what that is for them. Absolutely. I would definitely say for myself, this has been a time for me to become more self-care, you know, for the awareness of my Mm -hmm. self-care. Like you said before, hair and all those things. Of course, I'm not necessarily getting my hair done because I'm always exchanging that service with someone else. But getting my nails done, even even with hair, I tell my clients that this is a part of your maintenance. This is not really self-care, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately. But the end result, you know, kind of sometimes feel the same, I think, for interaction purposes. Mm-hmm. And just the idea that, hey, I slipped away for a minute to do something. But um, one thing I've said to people, like, you know, it's just not, it's just not enough. Um, right. Like I said, for myself, working out has been a thing for me. I started out as with a goal to just, I used to tell my trainer, if my, if my car show up in the parking lot, I have done my part. Like I might get here and have a whole Mm -hmm. attitude, but just let me, just let my car arrive. And then Mm -hmm. other steps after that. But um, that has been something good for me. Um, I have a space in my house that's unfurnished. And mm-hmm. so I've been working out in that space and that mm-hmm. was giving me the satisfaction of working out, but it wasn't really, uh, I didn't really have that release that I needed tension wise. And so, um, I started working out outside and, mm-hmm. um, and just me and my driveway, me and my front yard and just going in. And I think it helps me to show the world, AKA mm-hmm. my neighbors, you know what I'm saying? Like, Hey, we can get, we can push past that. I noticed that that is a, that is a motivator for myself to motivate others mm-hmm. um, or to influence others. Mm-hmm. And I know they look at, and I'm like, it's going to be one more person keep on looking at me through that window. And then 
it's hopefully <laughs> and inspire the next person to yeah. you know come outside as well so that has been a good thing for me um I have like um stopped watching TV mm-hmm. until six o'clock. Like I was all TV'd out. It's not even my real life. So to have been doing it so much these last few days, I just had to be like, okay, enough. Mm-hmm. And um, but like I said, I don't have an experience with having a relationship with someone like you as a therapist or as a, a healer. So um I was really excited about reaching out to you to see. You know, you're um, just from a professional standpoint, not just as a a woman, a mother, you know, mm-hmm. and all those things. Because I'm sure th- those roles you have to play, definitely, um, you have to have perfected <laughs> or have been uh, in search of self-care after all those titles that we wear as women. Right. Um, for me, self-care is like mandatory because, yes, mm. I am a mom. I'm a wife, I am a therapist, and then, you know, of course, it's me outside Mm -hmm. of all those roles, but especially with me helping women who have experienced a lot of trauma, I have to make sure I'm taking care of myself so that I can hold that space for them when they come in, and that I'm, you know, there with them, and I'm connected, and not, you know, I've heard stories of therapists sleeping maybe they might not have gotten enough sleep themselves so Mm, I need to keep myself on track so that I can hold space for my clients because I had a client ask me one time why is your schedule it's like really restrictive like she noticed that I wouldn't offer a lot of appointments each day as I have a maximum between four and five clients a day and Mm -hmm. So I told her, I said, look, I have to be, I know what my maximum is. Every therapist has a different number of mm-hmm. that they would see per day. So I know my max is five. Otherwise, I wouldn't be an effective therapist. I would have been mm-hmm. tired. If I if you tell me I gotta see eight clients a day, I'm a, I'm gonna lay down and go to sleep because I, <laughs> I, really, I don't even want to start the day. Yeah. I get it. it. Um, because I wanna make sure that the heavy stuff they bring in there with me, I can't carry out of there with me. I have to go make sure I'm getting my self-care in for myself personally so that I am not drained or taking that home with me or I'm still present for my family as well. And I'm still showing up for myself. Um, So yes, that's why I was like, self-care is mandatory. It's not Mm -hmm. optional for me. It should be mandatory for everybody to do it in some way, shape or form. And, um, you know, when people say they can't practice it, I'm like, no, that's an excuse because um, self-care doesn't cost a thing. Mm -hmm. It can be free. You do not have to pay for self-care. I always give my clients those free tips um, to help them reach out to do things that are free because you don't have to pay for it unless you want to dig a little deeper so one thing you just said to me that I think it relates to all people is that at at your find your max out identify your max out and be done because even for Mm -hmm. me as a hairstylist that's what when I you were saying it I was thinking about me as a hairstylist I have a certain amount of people that I can do for just when it feels like work then I have right. a certain I have a certain max out that I could do when it's fun, when the energy is energetic on both ends. And then right. 
even back to the gym space, you know, how you have like those supersets where you want to do burnout. You just want to push yourself to you can really get to the whatever your max is. So I think that's mm-hmm. a very important tip. Identify your max. And once you reach it, check out. <laughs> I think right. that was a good point. Right. So if you had to give three things, what would you say that people to start now? Um, the biggest thing, like we expressed already, number one would always be self-awareness mm-hmm. um, and being mindful and just tuning in to understanding what you're doing through, during a day. Um, a lot of times people might tell me they are feeling like life or time is just passing them by and they're just there. Or I like to always use the um, the experience of how some people um, drive on the highway and then you get to your destination and you really don't remember anything about the trip. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so instead of that, like, imagine if you would have been more mindful during your trip and you would have been talking yourself through that trip like, oh, I see that red car over there or mm-hmm. I see the police rushing by. Or, like, just taking more mental notes about what you see along your journey so that you are more aware. And that could just even be something that they do. Like I even, um, for people that aren't mindful or aware of what's going on within themselves, I tell them mm-hmm. to like use a simple grounding technique. And mm-hmm. like, if you drink, like some people may drink tea or coffee in the morning or, you know, mm-hmm. just have their breakfast. I tell mm-hmm. them to use their five senses to just dial down into what they're doing in that moment of eating or drinking. And like, you know, what does your cup feel like? What does it smell like? What does it look like? Taste like, what are you hearing? Hmm. Um, That's awesome. That's good. And that helps you just stick in that moment. Cause that's what mindfulness is about is being present in your here and now so that you are aware of what's going on with yourself or even around you because there's so much technology going on and stuff like that that people may not be aware and so that would definitely be number one for me um Mm -hmm. number two is putting a name to what you're experiencing so if you you know putting a name meaning um what are you feeling what is going on naming what's going on within you um, so that you understand. So like, I'm feeling sad right now, or I'm, ups- I'm upset, mm-hmm. angry, or depressed. Um, so having the naming it part just allows you to identify and recognize it's going on. So it still goes hand in hand with that mindfulness piece, but now you're just mm-hmm. labeling it and you're putting, um, you're putting a name to it to help you understand what is going on within me or around me. Um, the third part I would say um, to that piece would be identifying some action steps to help you. Um, mm. And that, that could mean a lot for some people. It could mean some of the action steps could mean knowing, you know, simply knowing that it's okay to not be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, or figuring out, do I need to ask for help professionally or calling a friend? Um mm-hmm. Do I need to do something different with my day and time? Um, You know, taking a walk or getting off Facebook or the internet or taking a break um, for myself to just meditate. And so Mm -hmm. the action steps could look different for everybody, um, but kind of taking an assessment of what needs to be done different to help you 
um, move in a different direction. Awesome. So dope. Thank you. So dope. Very good tips. Very good tips. So, so we did just jump right in. So I do kind of want to backtrack. Mm-hmm. I have some icebreaker questions just to kind of lighten the load a little bit. So one of the questions is, um, if you had to wear a t-shirt with one word on it for a whole year, what would that word be? It will probably be self-care. <laughs> <laughs> self-care, um, okay. Because I actually do have my own line of um, self-care shirts. Come on, plug. Mm. Where, can we, where can we purchase those? It will be wearyourselfcare.com. Wearyourselfcare.com. Um, yes, everything spelled out normally. Um it would be um, because like you could get, I would, I'm trying to think of all the stuff that I have on the site. It's like t-shirts, mugs, journals, um, hoodies, things like that. Awesome. So anything self-care is on that page. Um, mm-hmm. So that's just one of my businesses that I run. Oh. Yeah. I wear my, Ooh, that was a good, that's a good plug right there. Okay. The other question and the last one is, What's the name of your favorite sitcom and can you sing the theme song? Mm, sitcom. <laughs> oh. I don't know if my sitcoms have songs though. Okay. Because I want- So I'll I'll give an example. Okay. So as a kid, I used to love step by step. So the song goes step by step. Day by day, <laughs> some, 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 some people we go to another place. We'll make it better <laughs> the second time around. So, that's my example. <laughs> I'm trying to think because I, a lot of the shows that I watch now don't have like a theme song to it. Like, oh, I did. I did see that in your bio that you like HDTV and that you're right. They don't, they just kind of jump in. Yeah, they just kind of jump. I'm thinking about that because I watch a lot of H, like I've actually binge watched um, House Hunters International Mm -hmm. (laughs) yesterday. Um, And they didn't have any song. They don't have a song. They just got that lady coming on there with her voice. So, um, with that little voice. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't have any, like, I could think back, you know. Back in the day, was it um when I was younger, I watched Family Matters. Okay. Um. Oh, I can't remember the song though. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the song because I did watch. I watched Family Matters heavily, but every show to me came with a lesson. So yeah, it did. That's why I like it. It did. <laughs> awesome. So as a sidebar, I I've watched um um I think it's on one of those apps. And I started some of the shows that we watch as kids, that we watched as kids from the beginning. And no show went with the other show. You get what I'm saying? Like, it was never no, like, every now and then it was like a to be continued. Mm-hmm. But it was always like, you just go to the next show. That was something I observed recently in my binge watching moments. Right. So thank you so much for the interview. You actually gave some really good tips. And how do the people contact you? Um, social media, um, IG, Instagram, Facebook, it's the same handle, Trauma Heal Her. So instead of E-R, it's H-E-R, all one word, no spaces, um, Trauma Heal Her. And then 
Um, if they want to see all the stuff that I do, they can always go to shaynicole.com, which is S-H-A-E-N-I-C-O-L-E.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Shay. You enjoy your Sunday and your quarantine peace of mind. I know. <laughs> I appreciate it, Andy. All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Y'all, wasn't that so good? Now we have to take those tips that she gave, apply them to our lifestyle, and make the best of our quarantine time in the house. I mean, like, so good. All right, I'm going to stop saying so good, but it was just so good.